Welcome to the Financial Leverage Point, hosted by John Iannucci, founder and CEO of ILG Private Wealth. In this podcast, we dive deep into the world of financially successful families. We offer candid advice on how to navigate the maze of strategies and products designed to protect, grow, and transition your wealth to your family, friends, and the causes you care deeply about. Join John and his guest experts as they unveil the crucial elements of comprehensive tax, estate, business succession, and financial planning. Strategies designed to give you sleep through the night confidence while maintaining a steady flow of wealth for you and your heirs. If patience is a virtue, John Iannucci, I, Patrice Sicora, am a veritable paragon. I've been waiting to get back to your special report on the big six financial storms. Right, right. Before we begin, though, you had a special report on those big six financial storms. Is that still available to listeners? Uh, Patricia, it, it absolutely is still available. And if they reach out to my team at wecanhelpyou.com, they can request either a printed copy that will mail to their home or a digital copy that they can download. We're extremely proud of that report and the contents are even more concerning right now than several months ago. So I I sincerely hope all of our listeners contact us for a free copy. All right. Fantastic. So which of the big six financial storms is on the table today? So we call this big storm, potential financial storm, stock market whiplash. But it involves way more than just the stock market, Patrice. Let me explain. The most obvious aspect of a stock market whiplash is best described, you know, as stock market drop. Mm -hmm. And historically, if you look back to 1960, there have been 10 times when the U.S. stock market dropped by 20% or more. And in fact, the average loss of the last three stock market crashes was minus 46%. That's pretty big. (laughs) That's pretty big. And if you are in retirement or you're about to retire, a loss like that, really clobbers your investments. So Patrice, you're right on. That kind of loss can be life-changing, but let's think about it a little bit more. Most investors don't realize that when you have a 46% loss in your investments, you actually have to earn 85% on your investments just to get back to even. So the real risk isn't only the loss itself, but what you have to earn just to get back to even. And if you happen to be in retirement, and you're drawing on those investments to support your lifestyle, the withdrawal rate on the reduced value of your investments you must use to keep your lifestyle intact quickly becomes entirely too risky. Okay, tell me more about this dangerous withdrawal rate, please, please. Absolutely. So probably the best way to understand it is with a very simple example. So if you have a $1 million account, and you're drawing 5% annually from that account for retirement income, you'd be pulling $50,000 each year from your investments. Okay. But if your investments suffer a 46% loss, you now have an account value of 540,000. So to achieve that same annual withdrawal of $50,000, you would have to increase your withdrawal rate from 5% to 9.2%. That is a big difference. Big right. And 9.2% of an account worth $540,000 would generate $49,680 specifically. And so while analysts argue about what the actual safe withdrawal rate is when you're in retirement, is it 3%, 4%, or 5%, 
you know, the problem is that most investors misinterpret that rate as a level dollar amount. Those rates actually re relate to the value of your account at the time of your draw, not a flat dollar amount. So in our example, 5% of the account, once it was reduced to $540,000, would only generate a draw of $27,000. That is nearly half right. the original draw. Yeah. Exactly right. You know, John, I, I would also assume that pre-retirees and retirees should be concerned with how long it takes for their investments to recover. As you say, it takes more than just the original loss. Precisely. You know, the stock market drop in 2002 took 82 months to recover. The drop in 2007 took 67 months just to get back to even. But here's the unusual statistic. The stock market drop in 2020 only took seven months to recover. Well, what fueled that quick recovery? Right. In 2020, the stock market didn't actually recover on its own. The Federal Reserve was really worried about COVID and the impact on right. our federal economy, right? So they stepped into the market and bought assets. The Federal Reserve actually went in and bought assets and not just some, but lots of assets. And in fact, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet of investments more than doubled in 2020. So essentially, the Federal Reserve kicked that can down the road. And when they stopped buying assets, the Federal Reserve created two even larger problems, an enormous amount of federal debt and a stock market that's incredibly volatile without those Federal Reserve cash being infused. Got it. All right. So basically, mm -hmm. the amount of risk you assume in your investments can really be impactful as you approach retirement or mm -hmm. are in retirement if we get hit with a stock market event. Exactly right. And, and what you just described is characterized by retirement planning experts as the sequence of returns. Now, this is a very important concept for our listeners to grasp. When you're actively saving for retirement and you don't expect to retire in less than 10 years, the average rate of return of the growth of your investments is an appropriate measure of your investment strategy. You're in the accumulation phase of your retirement planning. But we've learned that the two most critical time periods when a person should more closely monitor their investment risk and the potential loss is five years before retirement and five years immediately after retirement. So during that 10-year timeframe, the sequence of returns is way more important than the average rate of return. So incurring significant losses in your retirement assets during that 10-year time period could ca actually cause you to run out of money during your retirement. Well, since we have really not much to say and how things are going, mm -hmm. how can pre-retirees and retirees look at the potential concern with their investments? It, very good question. We have a multi-step process at ILG Private Wealth to fully assess the potential risk of an unfavorable sequence of returns. We start by accurately determining the client's risk score and risk tolerance. So those are two very different determinations. Risk score is the amount of risk that an investor is willing to assume in their investments. And the risk tolerance is the amount of risk that an investor should assume in connection with their retirement assets and investments. The second step is to determine if their investments are actually in line with their risk score and risk tolerance. All right, sir. How about an example here? Sounds good. So, 
we actually can do much better than an example. We have a white paper dedicated specifically to the importance and impact of sequence of returns. It's really important to take a look at it because in that white paper, we actually go through a series of different fact patterns so our listeners can understand the potential impact of the sequence of returns. And if they're interested in obtaining a free no obligation copy of that sequence of returns white paper, again, all they have to do is reach out and request one at wecanhelpyou.com. All right, fantastic. At the beginning of the podcast today, John, you did mention that in mm -hmm. addition to stock market whiplash, you mm -hmm. do a thorough analysis of a client's overall assumed risk. Exactly right. You know, Patrice, what we think that separates ILG private wealth from all the other sea of advisors and brokers out there is that we do so much more than just plain wealth management, right? Most of those banks, brokerages, and RIAs are prohibited from doing what we do. And so as a multifamily office and a practicing tax attorney, we provide our clients with significantly more professional services and advice. And as a result, we perform a thorough risk analysis for each client well beyond just their investments. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are 22 separate areas of risk we analyze to determine a client's exposure to risk. And through that process, we determine if the client should continue to assume risk, as they have been, shift that risk to a third party, or mitigate the risk in some form or fashion. Okay. All right. How about an example of one of the areas of risk that you assess? Absolutely. So sure. We have so many clients with a significant portfolio of rental real estate. So in addition to our ordinary analysis of making certain that the client has sufficient property and casualty insurance, we also make certain that there aren't any gaps in that coverage. We also analyze how the property is owned to make certain that the client can avoid cross liability issues and that they're taking advantage of the insulation that's provided by certain forms of ownership, like corporations and LLCs, limited partnerships, and so on. All right. So what about clients who they don't own a business? They do not mm -hmm. have extensive real estate in their mm -hmm. portfolio. I'll mm -hmm. bet a lot of them don't think they have any risk concerns or possible creditors. So Patrice, let's see. What about everybody's favorite creditor that comes knocking every year on April 15th, the IRS? The IRS <laughs> is your annual creditor, and candidly, they have more powers and authority than any other creditor. What about an unforeseen accident that causes a matriarch or patriarch breadwinner to be disabled for some time, or God forbid, a premature death? You know, what if a client's teenage son is the cause of a very serious automobile accident and the other party's claims exceed the client's insurance limits. The list goes on and on. Oh. A divorce, the loss of a significant client for a family-owned business. All of these fact patterns are risks that need to be assessed and addressed. Patrice, you know, certain risks in life simply can't be addressed, but those risks are far and few between. Every other risk needs to be assessed with a plan designed to mitigate, or shift the risk to a third party. And how do you do that? Well, what most people call insurance is actually a <laughs> risk-shifting right. strategy. All insurance involves the shifting of a party's identified risk for a fee, a premium, to an insurance company. And that really is the basic purpose of all insurance. Well, 
it does sound like you have a very important special report on the big six financial storms. That paper you mentioned, that would be very informative. It detailed the impact of sequence of returns on retirement plans. And I must tell you, the first time I learned of sequence of returns, I got a headache. I really did, but it's (laughs) right. (laughs) So please remind your listeners how they can get their hands on these reports. So the special report and the white paper are free to our listeners, and there's no obligation at all. Nobody's going to call them and email them and bother them. <laughs> They're free and easy to obtain. All they need to do is go to wecanhelpyou.com and request a copy of each report. And are we going to hear more about other financial storms on future podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. But if our listeners don't want to wait, they can get all the details of the big six financial storms by logging on and requesting their free copy. Patrice, I really want to make one last statement. I think what we've learned is that for successful families, the things that keep them up at night, what we've identified is that a true advisor, a true fiduciary has to provide those clients with so much more than just wealth management. Mm -hmm. And that's what ILG Private Wealth was designed and formed to do. All right, John, along with wecanhelpyou.com, how mm-hmm. can listeners reach you? So Patrice, in addition to wecanhelpyou.com, we've got toll-free numbers, we've got email addresses, there's info at ilgpw.com. But on our website also, the easiest thing to do would be if somebody wants my personal attention, they can reach out to my executive admin, Jerry Lee Lambert. She's there, easy to contact, and Jerry Lee has access to all of my calendar. Only too happy to speak to any of our listeners about any of their questions, any of those things that keep them up at night, any of those things that they know they need they're not getting from their current advisor. All right, listeners, follow this podcast to know when the next show is ready for you. Re-listen to this one. It's got a lot of solid information in there. And of course, share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Financial Leverage Point. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. To contact John, check out the show notes where you'll find his contact information and useful resources from today's episode. Once again, thank you for listening. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of John Iannucci. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.